the trolley problem. It's basically philosophy 101. Imagine you're standing by a switch that can control a rogue trolley that's barreling towards a group of five people. By pulling the switch, you would cause the trolley to change tracks, thereby saving the five but killing one person on the other track. Would you save the five by killing one? Or would you not do anything and let five die? What's the right thing to do? The trolley problem has perplexed many, and almost everyone wishes they would never be caught in such a situation. But with the development of artificial intelligence, and as autonomous cars begin taking on roads, you may soon find yourself in an ethical whirlpool. Renegade Coffee, the podcast that helps you get high on ideas, possibilities, and more. Ethics can be extremely tricky, and different people have different notions of what's right and what's not. In order to quantify social expectations that influence moral decisions, Researchers at MIT conducted the Moral Machine Experiment. The experiment was designed to explore moral dilemmas faced by autonomous vehicles. The experiment gathered 40 million decisions in 10 languages from millions of people from 233 countries and territories. To find out more about how people made these decisions, I asked a few of my connections what they thought about autonomous vehicles. To save the largest amount of lives, even if it means sacrificing mine, because I don't think I can live with the guilt. Honestly, I'm not so nice that I'll willingly sacrifice my life for others. And unfortunately, I am subject to human nature. In my opinion, autonomous cars should come out on roads as soon as possible. After so many inspections and laws and regulations, even you have an autonomous car or you don't have an autonomous car and you are responsible driving. But for an autonomous car to make any decision, it must be pre-programmed. Which brings us to the question, who is going to decide how autonomous cars are to be programmed? Is it the government or is it private companies? And moreover, how are we going to program them? Do we program them to behave like humans or do we program them to behave how a human should? If we are to program an autonomous vehicle to behave like how a human should, then we have to solve the trolley problem. But let's just put that aside for a second. If we are to program a vehicle to behave like a human, we could analyze data from what humans would do in certain scenarios and then make the computer do that. But that may not be what people want. According to the author of Thinking Fast and Slow, Dr. Kamen, People prefer a negative outcome from a human making an error rather than a negative outcome of the same value from a computer making a statistically bad decision. People like to have something to blame. For example, many computers in the medical industry are actually more accurate than a human when it comes to diagnosis. However, people prefer to be diagnosed by a human doctor even when they are aware of this fact. 
Because if something goes wrong, there's someone to blame, something to take action against, and that gives a patient some sense of power. More fundamentally, there may be some other problems that question the very practicality of such an algorithm. Humans don't have hard and fast rules. Humans' impulsive decisions are found to be affected by a whole range of factors that are impossible to predict. For example, a human's morning coffee or their mental state may play a role in their impulsive decision making. So we find ourselves back in the first situation. But before we try to solve these ethical dilemmas, we must ask ourselves, why bother? If we look around us, there are tons of ethical dilemmas that we haven't solved. Like how organ donation is affected by quality-adjusted life years and disability-adjusted life years, abortion and human choice, and even military drafting exemptions. If we look a little closer at our task to solve ethical issues, we are faced with the question, can ethical issues even be solved? Or can they only be approached? And how do you solve something? By the engineering definition of a solution, a solution is a specific answer to a well-defined problem. You get the same output for the same input every single time, and something either works or it isn't a solution. Enter Ivan G. Morozov. The Guardian describes him as a sardonic critic of techno-utopianism, and he disagrees with this method of thinking. He says that the idea of fixing all political, cultural, and ethical messiness with technology makes one look at the world in terms of problems and solutions. But not every problem can be solved. Take crime, for instance. Crime is something that can never be solved. It's something that is even necessary for some situations. The rate of crimes can be reduced, but it can never be totally eliminated. Morozov says that if all you've got is a big hammer of technology, all the ethical problems look like little nails. So where does that leave us? In my opinion, autonomous cars are by far the closest option we have to make roads a safer place to be in. Approximately 1.3 million people die each year on roads and 94% of accidents are caused due to human error. I think that the real dilemma comes down to how fast we can get autonomous cars on roads. Sure, accidents will still happen and ethical issues will cause plenty of friction, metaphorically speaking, but the frequency of these accidents will reduce greatly and lesser people will die. So here's one last question to think about. If you are to buy an autonomous car tomorrow, would you buy one that keeps you safe at all times or the one that minimizes total damage? Or would you rather not know?